Yeah, it's your girl Ella from his plans of future podcast. Stay tuned. Hello people, welcome to his plans of future podcast, where we journey together to know God's plans and purpose in our everyday life. My name is Ella Samuels. Our journey starts now. You mentioned something about um, like in the poli- um, poli- politics is quite dirty, can be very dirty, and sometimes you may need to go to a particular party or something that probably might be termed not right. And you were saying something like um. You can go there and shine as light. Because the Bible also says that we should flee from all appearance of evil. I want to even get a job. I don't have any job anymore. Someone offered me a job at the nightclub. And I would take the job, you know, at the nightclub. And be as a bartender. And, you know, I can be preaching it. So, the question is, what's the balance? Because that's what it can be, like it's okay like god is sending me like that's where i got the job and it's probably god is sending me there i didn't get any job anywhere and we can tell ourselves that and nobody can fault like i can't even fault that because if you say god said it that so that's what it is who can fault that so you say god is sending me there so anywhere i can shine as light so i don't know where is the balance and so much but we'll ask the Holy Spirit to help us out <laughs> so um first firstly um there's there's what we call the will of God um like you don't need any other um teachings to know that basic will of God what's like the basic ten commandments is like the will of God do you understand like that ten commandments serves as basics now so once you read the bible you know what god's um word is uh the book of i think first peter or second peter as i can quote it well says there's no sure prophecy more than the word of god so in it like i said firstly is you are looking up to jesus who is the author and the finisher of your faith before we go to the author and the finisher of our faith the first word say looking up to jesus now you're not looking up to coyote you're not looking up to your pastor you're looking up to Jesus. What does that mean? How was Jesus behaving when he was on the surface of the earth? Do you get? So there's there's also a, a, a balance to it. There's a twist to it. Because when you look at the life of Jesus, Jesus was seen with fornicators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was seen with, with all manner of people that you would have never thought of. For example, the woman that was by the, by the, by the well. In Samaria. Now look at what, what happened there. Jesus did not go inside that woman's room. <laughs> he was outside talking to her, where everybody could see, so that they won't come and say we caught Jesus with a woman. No? <laughs> Do you understand? So, but then basically we know the will of God. Once we are not talking to those who are not, uh, who have not, who are just babies in the kingdom. Do you understand? If you have, if you have, if you are consistent with reading the word uh, and working or having a mutual relationship with Christ, 
then you know where you to set the boundaries on. Mm. So basically, I still do not, I, I still do not fight. There's something I do not fight. <laughs> Excuse me, there's something I do not fight. When I have conversation with people and they say God said, you, you don't know to the degree of what that person is saying, whether the person is lying or not, is not it is not ours to discuss. That's just the fact. But we could tell that this this route you are applying on is a dangerous route. So you may be called to to preach the gospel to to um to those in the bar, to those in the club, but I can assure you that you are not called to work there. <laughs> Do you understand? I, I can I can assure you. Because this is what happens to most people. They are they are so so much in the zeal of working for God without working with God. Mm. What do? So I, I won't <laughs> stop now. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so all they do is that they have zeal. Let's win the kingdom. Let's turn people. But when you now sit them down to talk about Christ in particular, you now find out that some of them are truly very empty. What they just have is passion and zeal. So if God sends you to 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 the bar, stay outside, wait for them till they are done. When they come outside, preach Christ to them or go there occasionally to preach Christ, but not to not to start working there. Because you can't assume Christ working in a bar. Because that's no way he was called to he was called to everybody. He was called to save the world. That is who we are. We are called to to the Gentiles, to the Jew, to whoever we see. So you, you don't just limit your own to say, you know, okay, God has called me to the bar. So are you now trying to tell us that you will not preach Christ to anybody except people you meet in the bar? <laughs> Do you get? So what it means is that God can call you to go to preach to these people. I have somebody who then um, was called to, uh, I don't know how sensitive this word may be, to allots. So he regularly goes to their station, and they'll go there and preach Christ and go back and start praying for them. So for him to have really wanted his ministry to work, he should have just parked there. <laughs> We're going to be very sincere. But no, what is he going to go and do there? Because uh, evil company will corrupt good manners. So you you flee the appearance of evil. You flee. That was what the Bible didn't say. You should think of it. It didn't say you should pray about it. It didn't say you should study the word about it. It said feel. As in feel means run with your life. Don't look back. Let your leg take you as far as it can take you. So I hope I've been able to, to, to do justice to that. Thank you so much, Thank you so much. I think um, the next question, though, I think maybe you have answered it in some way, but just to clarify, is it okay to be ambitious as a Christian okay, to be that because um there is this understanding that if I am really ambitious, God is not at the center of um God is not really the focus at all or he doesn't occupy yes I may believe in God I may trust God I may pay my tithe I may contribute to the kingdom in some way but if I am so ambitious like Maybe something is wrong. So my question is, is it okay to be ambitious? <laughs> well, that, that, that question is so, so big. <laughs> okay. 
basically, I, 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 I know what I'm about to say. People may not really, may not really go down with them, but then I will still have to say it. There's nothing that will happen. <laughs> so, so basically, there's no room for being ambitious in the kingdom of God. Yeah, there's no room for it. We don't, we don't do that in this kingdom. Now, I earlier quoted the scripture says that a man who is diligent at work, what he does, he shall stand before kings and all men. So, it is Christ in you that is taking you to where you are. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Do you get so? You can't, you can't be, you can't be in your hurry more than the driver of the car. Do you understand? If you're in a car, you you and there's a driver there. The highest thing you can do is to be talking you are you are talking and you've paid that person to drive you so you can't just come down and say driver you know what you're not driving me the way i want it come down i want to start driving the car with other people in that in that car do you understand it's a collective race for us in this kingdom so your ambition is not is not what we need in the kingdom just be diligent at what you do christ will reveal you the way he wants to reveal you you know, I was I was sharing yesterday about the story of Mordecai and when um when the king could not sleep and said, Has there been anything done to this man? And by the time they searched the book, they found that that nothing has been done. And the king said, Okay, you know what, please bring him, do this, do that, do that. I don't want to go into details. Then I now told the person I was sharing with, I said, Imagine the guy was really ambitious. Mordecai was really ambitious because he has been serving and he has saved the king's life, but nothing was done to him. And the person he went to go and meet for advice is um, Aman, who had to be his sworn enemy without him knowing. So imagine him meeting Aman and saying, hey, bro, I'm longing for this position. You can attest to the fact that I am trying my best. I've saved the king. I've done this. I've done that. I said that would have been the end of Mordecai. In the Bible, because he didn't even know that Ammon was was his sworn enemy. So when it comes to what we are doing, we only have one factor: it is God. Now, I'm not saying that there's a place for mediocrity. If you have Christ in you, you cannot you cannot be you cannot be a mediocre. You cannot but give ex you cannot but express excellence. It oozes out of you. And you being in your place of assignment is just a matter of time. What people are running after will run after you. It is a principle in the Bible. Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be added unto you. It includes ambition, it includes purpose, it includes your goals, it includes your visions in life, it includes all what you want to achieve in life. It is going to be added unto you without you even... You are not stressing, but what is he asking you to do? The kingdom. Even in our prayer, he say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Uh, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What are we bringing is will, his kingdom put on earth. That is our mandate upon the surface of the earth. So we don't have problem with somebody who is um, ambitious. That is the world system. That is what happened like, for those that are not in Christ. Because the fact is that when you start becoming ambitious, you may lose your focus. Then your focus shifts to, to money. I don't know whether you get it. Mm-hmm. Matthew 6, 19, 21 says, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. 
but lay up yourselves treasures in heaven. So how do you do this? It's not by being ambitious. I know people will say, yes, and I want to be, when I become, when I become the DG of Solo, so I become the, 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 the president of the World Bank, the president of FIFA, I will give more. And the way Babylon works, I was listening to Minister Theophilus, the way Babylon works, it can even give you what you want so that it will take your heart away from God. Any pleasure that will make you not remember God, that is what the devil is after. So for some, it can be good work, the work that you have been praying for. Um, it will just come and you think it's God that orchestrated you to have that good work. And when you have the good work, you do not have time for Christ. You not you not reflect your mandate upon the surface of the earth. So the most important part is that, are you fulfilling destiny? Fulfill destiny and be diligent at what you do. You can never stand before mere men. You stand fucking in as much as that Bible scripture is 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 is, is seen in your life, like is visibly seen in your life. Thank you so much. But just to add, just to ask one, you know, follow up question. Are you now saying if I desire, I can't, I can't, I can't desire to be successful? Like it will be wrong to desire that. Not desiring to be successful. You are successful. It's your inheritance in Christ. It, it comes with a knowing. Do you understand? So when we talk about this, it, it comes from a place of believers understanding their mandate in Christ. Do you get? So it's not like you are striving to be successful. The man in you demands that you are successful. So the man in you is the person that leads you. Do you grab? I think I shared a scripture the other day. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get a glimpse of it. Um, Galatians 2 verse 20. Um, let me check and, and read that out. It says, um, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. When you read this scripture, it says, um, the just shall live by faith. Now, with all these things, if Christ is the one in me, it's, it's just a knowing. If Christ is the one in Kyle, if Christ is the one in Ella, you can be rest assured that you're 100% successful. So what determines your success is not the world system, but the world in itself. Because most times we, we, are, we are carried away about people's definition of success. That's uh, the, the only way we'll get to know is when we get to heaven. And the Bible says there's a way that seems unto a man rightly, but the end is what? The end is destruction. And when you go back to Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I alone know the thoughts I have towards you. They are of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. So you may be thinking, I want to be successful. This is what I need to do to be successful. And Christ is totally telling you a different thing. So what I'm trying to say is that who determines the success is Christ. If you truly have Christ. So the question is, do you truly have Christ? That is my question to people. We've seen people who are doing dangerously, wonderfully well for the kingdom. And they're in top, top positions. Even in Nigeria, I, I, I recently met a governor um, who, who is doing wonderfully well. He, he, he said, I think many years ago, the it's another governor. I met him in a in a um, in a camp, and we got talking one on one. And while he was he was serving, do you know what the position he was serving at in the camp? He was serving as security details, people that welcome people inside into the 
into the camp. That was a former governor. And when the present governor saw him and they introduced him, he said, huh? why are you standing by the doorside where you should be seated close to the to the to the owner of the of the of the um church while they are preaching and a former governor is not befitting of you to stand by the roadside to welcome people in. And the guy said something. He said, I know my calling and I know what success means in this kingdom. So, so do you want, I, I think you should be able to get what I'm saying. So what I'm, I'm, I'm saying is not it's not for general consumption as though, but it's a principle that works in the kingdom. The moment what you need to know is that have you accepted Christ as your as your personal Lord and Savior? What does it mean to say this person is your Lord? If somebody is Lord over you, it means the person has, has taken your will. He has taken your emotions. I know there's a place where we, we try to struggle and fight for it, but we need to always come to the consciousness that this is what it is. This is the Bible system. Oh, I want to become a doctor. Did Christ say you're going to become a doctor? Yes, we can want to become the best doctor in the world. Is that what Christ wants from you? Yes, you will definitely become the best doctor. He's going to tell you what to do, what you need to read, how to read it. I was I was listening to Uncle Billy Akoni, is an old preacher, and he said when he when he when he got the consciousness of this word, that even while he was in school, when his teacher after teaching him, because of Christ in him, he will ask Christ. Thank you. I know you are the perfect teacher. Can you teach me? This real testimony is going to rule out a line and start writing what Christ is telling him to write. He ended up graduating as first class student, not following what people were doing. People were going to class to burn candles for over seven, eight hours. He wasn't doing that. He was just diligent at his study and was taking Christ. He was going to preach. And after everything he did, he said he was on his way to go and buy his master's form for him to become. Because he asked for his class, so and he wanted to just go for his masters and become a lecturer. And when he got to the to the gate of UI, he said, "God told him, turn back. This is not where I would have you go to." So at every point of our life, we need to ask God, "What do you really want for us?" When Saul was going to Damascus to go and persecute the Christians, and after everything that happened, when Jesus appeared to him, the question Paul Saul asked was, "Lord, what would you have me do now?" So, like I said, in the definition of success, we don't know what definition of success is. It is people that define success for us. So, let's come back to the word and define success. So, your 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 you being your ambitiousness has no business, has no place in the kingdom. Let Jesus define your ambition. Let Him define your purpose. Let Him define your strength. Let Him define your roots where you pass through. I hope I, I think I, I jacked and I'm already preaching. I'm supposed to be preaching. So <laughs> this, this is good. 